Hey guys, uh, welcome to a new episode of Lunar Nation. This is your boy Sagoon, and I got my co- fellow co-host Arrow, Harsh, and Franz. You guys want to say what's up? Hey, what's up, what's guys? Up, How's it going? What up? Yo, 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 yo! This is this episode minute. is gonna be yeah. It's it's been it's been a huge minute. So this episode, I think, will be really really exciting. Uh, it's about the FIFA World Cup. If you have been if you have been living under a rock and you don't know what the World Cup is, the World Cup is a football tournament that's hosted uh, with thirty two teams, and it's taking place in the country of. Qatar. So, just wanted to just do like a brief introduction of the World Cup itself. The World Cup uh, initially started in 1930. So think about it. Long, long time ago. Long time ago. So much history. So many teams have won it, including the the record uh, champions, which is Viva Brazil. So it's um, it's 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 a really really interesting con- uh, competition that happens every four years, and this is um, you know this is the one that's happening in Qatar, and I think I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a really really good competition. It only started just this Sunday, so we had we had we had a couple of games today. We're going to have four more games tomorrow, so I'm really really looking forward to it. I don't know if you guys want to add anything to that, but I'm really really excited for this. So. Yeah, personally, I'm always excited for the World Cup because it only comes around every four years. Um, personally, I'm a soccer fan myself. Uh, growing up football. in Europe, but football, yes, thank you. So maybe some of the audience might football, not know yeah. it. So no, football. we'll we'll, we'll uh, transition football. to fo- football and soccer. So I'm sure the audience might make sense of which is which. So um, again, like I said, I, I grew up in Europe, so I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's one of the world's most popular sports. It's pretty much seen all over the globe and one of the sports that I really, uh, really love and grew up on. And, and the world cup is just, is just a joy, just connecting with friends, family, and just enjoying the the game. These, these nations competing with each other. Uh, unfortunately, my team is not in it this year. Uh, they're not uh-huh. that, they weren't that great. I was, uh, I'm always with Italy, but you know, it, it is what it is. What, what can I do? Maybe, maybe next time when they're, uh, maybe, they're actually, maybe, maybe in the U S yeah, so I was going to say they're, they're hosting in the United, in the United States, uh, four years from now. So, I'm actually hoping uh, I can probably uh, visit some of this. I don't know what cities they're planning on to, but I'm hoping to visit and actually go to an actual tournament and, and the, see a live. That would be that would be the amazing. closest. Um, yeah, the closest uh, Franz would be either I think Toronto or I think Cincinnati or something like that. So I think yeah, that's, that, that, that would be reasonable. Right? They are not, unfortunately, not going to do it in Detroit, which really got me like disappointed because I wanted to see it here, but. I'm going to go and see it. I mean, it's the world's biggest competition. Like you said, one point over 1.3 billion people watching it. You know, it's like eyes are everywhere, you know. So. Well, it was actually more than that. I think um, so what was a, the 2018 one was held in Russia. There was over, yeah. I think, 3.5 total billion viewers. But just the finale alone, it had over 1.2 billion people watching and streaming the, the finale. Yeah. So it's crazy just to notice uh, how, how huge of a game it is. And just to, just to comparatively, yeah. you know, comparatively speak it here in the United States, um, you know, one of the biggest uh, biggest championships that they have here is the Super Bowl. You know, people are, go crazy Super. for that. They literally quit their jobs for it. Tickets are like $5,000 just for nosebleed seats. And that the Super Bowl brings in anywhere from like 90 to 100 million people 
uh, per year. But the World Cup is literally bringing in anywhere from 10 to 15 times the amount of that just because it's so it's such a global sensation. Yeah. And I and I just want to say, like, look at this, the different kinds of sponsors, you know, World Cup. They got Coca-Cola. They got they got they got a lot of uh, like big, big names because they know even Budweiser as well, which we'll talk. We'll talk about that you know, that kind of controversy later. But I also wanted to say, like, trying to give, like, a highlight to the World Cup itself and the, the stars that are playing. So if you guys don't know, uh, the two best players, in my opinion, who are playing in the World Cup are uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, who's 37, and then uh, Leo Messi. So I think this World Cup is also very special because of the fact that it's going to be their last World Cup, unless somehow they, you know, extend and they want to play even more. But most likely it's going to be their last World Cup, which is sad because they're both the two goats of our generation. You could say they're like kind of like in NFL terms, if people relate to it, like maybe like Tom Brady, or if if you think about it, like in NBA terms, that would be like Michael Jordan. So just, just trying to give the audience um, – like that kind of perspective of, you know, what kind of players are in this competition. And this competition is a special one. I don't know if uh, we didn't mention this, but this is taking place during the winter time because of all the, the heat that Qatar has. So that's why, that's why this, this makes this World Cup much more different than all the previous World Cups, which used to be held in, you know, June, July period. So. You guys, uh, Harsh and Arrow, you guys want to add anything to it? I mean, not specifically this this um, course of the topic, yeah. but you guys, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you guys, you got a you got a team that you're rooting for, or you're just you're just watching, like I don't know. Uh, just, just I, I used to. I used, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a huge follower for football. I used to follow a lot of it when I was young, uh, like probably in my teens. Not anymore. I am just a FIFA fan now. Now these days, I used to play FIFA. Germany. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Germany, <laughs> are you? Know. Germany, yeah, you, you know. got to support Germany with me. You got to support Germany, Germany with me. Germany. <laughs> Go that, that's Germany. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. I, I, I think harsh on uh, So, but I, I haven't, I haven't been. No, I haven't been keeping updated on uh, specifically the game itself, but. What's going on around this year's tournament, and you know how it's how it's become a controversy, and uh, how the whole whole deal has shaped around it. That's that's what I've been keeping tabs upon specifically. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, just due to the lighting itself, right? The World Cup is supposed to be like the world's biggest stage. It's supposed to be all about positivity, right? Like when you when you see it on the when you see it on the field, it's supposed to bring every people like together, people of color, no matter what what happens, right? It do, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's 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 a world. It's it's known as the world's beautiful game. So it's supposed to bring it together. But there's a lot of controversies that we're going to talk about. Um, that you know, kind of, it, it's not really discussed in in a normal like I guess in an everyday conversation. But it is something that I think is uh to to note because of uh you know all the sacrifices and struggles to even make this World Cup possible. So. I guess exactly. if you, if you and, Franz, I think I think you want to say them. Yeah, just uh, I mean, there's always controversy all the time whenever there's a big event going on. Um, again, with the World Cup, it's held every four years. I know there was a lot of controversy back when it was held in Russia in 2018. The same thing in Brazil in 2014. There's always going to be controversy no matter what. However, I think this time it seems like the it's it's a shame because it seems like the controversy is kind of 
maybe in some parts or in some aspects have been um, overshadowing the, you know, the beauty of the World Cup and it's being held in Qatar right now. So um, quick background, um, the the countries are selected usually way in advance. So Qatar, uh, they won their bid in uh, 2010 to be the host of the World Cup for 2012. So that was what, 12 years ago. Now, the major speculations that are going around it right now that are getting um, like people riled up and a lot of organizations and journalists and, and people boycotting this, this event um, is the modern day slavery aspect. So I'm not sure if a lot of the audience knows, but what they were doing is these companies in Qatar were uh, doing sponsorship visas where they were getting people from countries such as, you know, Nepal, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, majority from that area, some, you know, from uh, Africa and maybe a very minority in, in South America, but they were getting people from, from these places. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of these people came from, uh, they, they didn't have work in their nation. So they were seeing it as an opportunity to go and work overseas and uh, send money back home to their families, which in the eyes, in, in their eyes seemed like a good opportunity and it sounded good. However, what ended up happening is when these guys would go over to Qatar, they were signing documents over that were, first of all, in Arabic, and these guys didn't know the language. So when they were signing that, they were basically signing their life over because they had their rights stripped away, their passports taken, they couldn't leave, they couldn't find a different job. And if they tried to leave, um, they would to go to a different job, they would basically get deported. Some people weren't getting paid their proper wage. Some people were getting pay, barely paid at all. Um, there was a uh, big noise against human rights violations. So it was just, uh, it was basically nightmare. And it, it took several years for that to come to light. And I mean, we've seen this all the time in different World Cups, but it seemed to be more prevalent in this World Cup just because Qatar being at such a powerful nation or a rich nation didn't actually have the infrastructure at all to support the World Cup. But I'm not sure if you guys know the statistics. They spent over $300 billion just to host this game. And when you're wow. spending that kind of money and need to build that kind of infrastructure, you need a lot of people. And that's how they were sponsoring these guys. And unfortunately, thousands, I think the estimates anywhere from between six to 10,000 people uh, died and their families were not compensated. Uh, they themselves were not compensated. So it's just the same. To see, it's a shame to see of what happened and how this controversy is kind of overshadowing the game itself. Yeah, I think I think Franz, you do have an important point. I think these kind of people that are coming from all these different countries, I mean, it's it's really sad to know that because they they're just going there for a better life, a better opportunity. But being signed to this kind of contract to in order to do this slavery is it just it's really sad to see. Like every time, like I I like I'll be honest, I watch these games. I always think about them as well because without them, this this wouldn't be possible. All these stadiums. There's eight but stadiums that's, in total. That's, but that's, a, that, that's the thing, though. No one, no one thinks about it. I mean, even even me, like uh, I, I when do. I'm watching the game, I'm just watching the game. I'm not thinking about like who was built and whatever. And it's a shame because we as humans, we we do have like that empathy and heart. But as soon as something comes along that's different, our minds change it to that direction. So it's like, yeah, these controversies happened. But yet, when the games turn on, the people are buying merch. The people are watching it. The people are are enjoying it. So it's just like. These controversies have been overshadowing the games, but yet people still turn a blind eye to it. It's because, I mean, if you think about it, it's a game, right? I mean, game it, within the moments, people are not gonna like they're they're gonna they're gonna think about oh, who's gonna score the goal? Who's the star? Is Messi? Is Ronaldo there? Is it's yeah? It's, people it's are enjoying the moment. They're they're in they're in the moment, so it's like it's like 
yeah. people just turn, like I said, people turn a blind eye. So I'm not sure in regards to Harsh's or Arrow's perspective of what they know about it or what their opinion is towards it. Well, so here's the situation. What's the deal? Like, do we have like, what, 160,000 migrant workers over there? Or I'm not here. I'm hearing varying statistics, but, um, so we, we can all agree that most of the migrant workers are from Southeast Asia. And obviously some from South America and some from Africa, but majority wise is from uh, Southeast Asia. And yeah, I, I mean, the the climate that these workers work on is like, you know, high buildings, high rises and, and certain circumstances, accidents do happen. And I think the statistics going to that, I think, I believe is around 6,500 uh, people died in the construction of the World Cup. Um that is an unfortunate case. Uh, if you look at even the uh, the famous tower in New York, what is it? Uh, is it the Chrysler Tower? I'm not sure what it was called. But even that Empire, one. Is, Empire State Building. Empire yeah, State yeah. Building? Yeah, that's what. Empire State <laughs> Building. Even that one has, like, people dead. Even the Hoover Dam or the bridge in San Francisco. Like, all these major constructions have death. And yeah, we do. We can all agree that you know there's like slave labor where the country like who are more wealthy would uh, bring in these migrant workers, knowing fully well that they're not gonna pay them as much and they don't have to abide by many rules because at the end of the day, what they're offering these migrant workers is a little bit more money compared to what their home countries can offer. So that's their incentive. And yes, uh, there are circumstances where people don't get paid. Um, it just depends on who their employers are because within this whole ordeal, there's many contractors. And it just, I, I think if you get bad luck, you end up in the wrong contract and you technically kind of screwed. Um, but do you have any, like, you guys have any like suggestions? Or I mean, I know that people there, they were saying that they were passing reforms yeah. to create more. Um, you know, more laws towards these migrant workers, but it seems like those weren't really followed through on working. So do you guys have any other would, suggestions yeah. that what could have been done I or do you think that this is just prevalent and no matter what's going to happen? It's, it's always prevalent. Exactly. It's, 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 it's just going to keep yeah. happening. And, and here's the thing. The only reason this is coming to this much limelight is because it's because of this tournament, because it was for FIFA that's yeah. bought it. Other exactly. than that, dude, do you know? Do you know how many construction workers die in these third world countries every single day? Oh uh, yeah, or not just construction. It's, never, it's, never it's just yeah, it's it's manufacturing, and they they never get any any payment from their companies. They're they're just left to live how they are. They lose limbs, they lose hands, legs, and whatever. But they're just yeah. left to live as they are. And they go to uh, public uh, public hospitals and government hospitals, and where they don't get the best care. The only the only thing is that if you look at um, America and more developed and advanced societies, the cost of life has increased much more. But in these countries, the cost of life is not as much, and that's why people try to get labor and, and uh, workers from these countries. That's what Qatar did. Exactly Arsh, what happened. I, I I agree with your point that yes, like for example, in these in the in like the more, like rural areas or poor countries, like you know, like Bangladesh or Nepal, you know, there's a lot of people dying in their jobs, construction, whatever it might be mining. The key difference I want to point out, and that I think that people are are getting upset about, is that Qatar is a developed nation, even though it's on the yeah. um, on the eastern side of the world, eastern hemisphere. It is a very rich nation. It's very powerful. It has a lot of influence. Well, why, why, why are they rich, and, France? 
well, they're rich because of well, the area. Most of the countries there are rich because of oil, and then also they have a huge gas yep, reserve. Exactly. Um, and and the Gulf exactly. right there. So what I'm trying to say is with with harsh, it's like yeah, there's there's people dying in in in, in the poor countries or not uh, developed countries, and yeah, the laws now might be beneficial towards the workers there. But the thing is, what, what doesn't make sense to me, and what seems definitely unfair. And again, I mean, it, it is what it is. That's the the way life is going right now. Is the fact that these companies in Qatar that are uh, powerful, not let alone powerful, that are wealthy, are sponsoring these people and then putting them into a modern day uh, slavery. Again, like I stated, so, mm-hmm. and they're not offered any insurance. I mean, their living conditions are horrible. Um, they're, they're barely getting money, food, things of that nature, let alone any healthcare. So yes, I understand that, but to some sort of degree, there has to be some sort of responsibility held within these countries because it's not like, they're going working for for another company that's just in a poor rural area. They're going working for for a wealthy company that that's uh, for a wealthy state that's in the limelight, and they're just being treated like they're they're nothing. Does they're that make sense? What I'm trying to point out. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does make sense, Franz. I also want to say from my personal experience, I did go to uh, so last year I had the chance to go to the Qatar airport. I mean, it's not Qatar itself, but I did see the life. You know, like the people that were hiring in the in the airport itself i would say just for my inspection like a majority of them were migrant workers there were people from which which were you know people building the stadiums more mostly from south asia because i could just tell like tell from their dialect like some people were from nepal as well so you you see like what qatar is doing in terms of you know getting this kind of labor itself they're signing like what franz is saying to these contracts and they can't really go like if they go back home like, what, what would they even do? You know, they, they have nothing back home. And they're like, you know what? I, I want a better life or I want to send money back to my family, uh, you know, back home. So they're kind of being in that uh, forced situation, which is really, really sad to see. But like, like we said, it's just going to keep on continuing as long as Qatar has the, you know, they, they, they have the money, right? They have the, they have that kind of asset. As long as they, they have the work available, I think you're just going to keep, keep seeing this trajectory increase in my opinion so that's one of the things um another thing uh i guess i guess to change the topic a little bit um uh you guys you guys uh most likely heard about the whole um homo homophobic uh situation within qatar itself okay so uh speaking of allegations i want to switch to the whole uh you know controversy of uh this bidding of the entire you know world cup that that's happened like how qatar even got the opportunity back in 2010 so the whole situation was uh so all these countries the the way that the world cup works just for people that don't know is there's these uh nations that that go through this formal bidding process and within the bidding process which country whichever country gets the most votes is is the country that is eligible to vote for the World Cup. However, in 2010, there was uh, different different countries that were you know within the within the bidding uh, bidding votes. One being the United States, I believe. Uh, another one being like Japan. All these and things. Australia. But Qatar was yeah. Austra- Australia was there too. So because everyone, if you think about it, right, everyone wants to be the World Cup host because it brings so much you know uh, income and generation and the eyes you know. In their country itself, Qatar, in my opinion, would not really even be known that much if it was if it wasn't for the World Cup. Like people are just talking about this, you know, like Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. Now it's getting their country the spotlight, their eyes, 
all this kind of income, you know, all this uh, infrastructure. So this whole, it was a whole plan that they were doing in 2010 of when they apparently, okay, so this is like rumors, but they were bribing some of the, the officials, FIFA officials, uh, in order to oh, get was, them to vote. This was... I don't think it was a rumor. It's, I'm, I'm, it's not rumored. It's now there's actual yeah. there's actual I mean, arrests there's, right now. And, is, is there is there is there actual like full concrete evidence that this guy did it? Yeah, there is. That, there's been arrests that, made in in 2015 and in 2016. There's been indictments and and all that. So, uh, dude, some but, people. But, even, but if you, some if, even, even but, some other officials came out and said yes, I was bribed. They plainly came out and and I don't know their names because there was literally like twelve to fourteen of them. I think Africa. I think I think. Th- I think some of them were from Africa, but but there the was whole, people the from whole... Africa, South America, from United yeah. States, from Europe, uh, every, yeah. every you name it, all the leaks from around the seven from the different continents, they had a piece of the pie. So 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 this brings the question: if if they did arrest them, right, and if they did them, then Qatar technically, I mean, in my opinion, they should even be disqualified because how and how on earth, right, would you have these people that are being caught in the act? Of getting bribed, but still have the the you know the FIFA World Cup hosted. Yeah, well, that I the, think in my eyes is that that's a big controversy right there. I think billions of dollars that, were already thing, infrastructure was already developed at that point. So so here's the thing. But it, um, in the in the legality, yeah, you you are right. It's messed up. But at yeah. the end of the day, uh, money talks. That's what it basically states. So at the end of the day, yeah. these people were getting um, you know alleged rumors were flying around. Some people, yes, they got arrested. But at the end of the day, what what were they gonna do? Because there was um there's already what like 2015, 2016 when these these were like coming to light and arrests were being made or lawsuits were being thrown around. Um Qatar was already halfway through with their infrastructure, billions of dollars have been played out. And not only that, but let's say they did stop, they took away the the World Cup uh from Qatar, where would they have taken it? Because they would have to find a nation I mean, to do that. There's alternative hosting. Okay, I understand, like for example, the United States we United States for yeah for they could have done it they could have done it yeah let me speak to everyone uh they have the infrastructure <laughs> because of the stadiums because of the highways it's already been developed football will be using the American football arenas because those have the capacity so United States could have been uh, a vendor for that but what if they had gone with another nation that didn't have enough time or the right infrastructure to to continue with that so i think there was a lot of things that came into play and at the end of the day like i said money talks so i i think that they were trying to make a point and arrest these individuals and trying to seem like they brought it to light and they're taking care of the problem but really they weren't going to take the world cup away from qatar of course they're not yeah i think i think i think there's a lot of money involved wherever it's money involved exactly as you said money talks simple it's it's the money involved, and yeah. that's but, but talks. In my in my opinion, right? I mean, if I mean, we already know how corrupt FIFA is. I don't know if you guys saw the video of uh, I think it was like Seth Blatter was one of the former uh, FIFA presidents, but while he was in the office, one of the guys he actually threw money at him, and it was in a live press conference. You guys, if you guys haven't seen it, you guys should definitely see it. It's really it's wow, really funny. Okay. The guy literally go the guy literally goes in the press. Like near where uh, Stab Bladder is talking, and he throws money at him. Like he literally throws money, and the money is just like flying and stuff. And Stab Bladder is like, "Oh, what's happening? What's happening?" He's confused, but he's obviously a snake. I call him a snake. He's one of the biggest snakes uh, to known uh, for all this FIFA corruptions. He's he's behind all this. 
So uh, he's he's not he's a guy that I don't personally like. So but I'm glad again, that I don't. Under, I don't I'm sorry, not to interrupt you. I, I don't understand why people are so surprised because corruption has not been. It just it didn't start. It's been going on for exactly. Ages. Yeah, I don't know why it's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's it's become a big deal right now. I mean, it's been going yeah. on. It's everywhere. Uh, there is no place yeah. around that there is no corruption. It's it's everywhere. People are yeah, corrupt. I don't know, I don't, you have power. They're yeah. gonna make use of it. Simple. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard. I mean, this this was this was actually a rumor, <laughs> but they were saying like uh, when Qatar and Ecuador played, uh, uh, Qatar was gonna give Ecuador players like uh, five point five, the whole team like five point five million dollars. Oh yeah, I heard that. Qatar to win. <laughs> that see that those are the kind of things like obviously news flies right everywhere you you don't you don't know what's like what's true what's false obviously we saw by the score that Ecuador won so most likely maybe they wire transferred it to the wrong team I don't know but, uh, but it didn't up. it let didn't me, work let me let me mention this because you were talking about how that there was a legend supposing supposing that they had paid um Ecuador to throw the game the out. Ecuador but there was a, there's yeah. actual proof of Qatar uh, they were actually. Uh, sending out, uh, I don't know, they were doing like this program where they would pay for fans, they would pay for their flights, their hotel and their stadium tickets if they came and uh, cheered for Qatar, sang their anthem, oh. chanted for them, posted on social media, and for people that were doing uh, things that were against them or they're doing things that were kind of like against the law or bad mouthing Qatar, that they were deported to the authorities. That's actual, that that's actually what actually happened. Yeah. And several days, several, I think it was several days or several weeks before the start of the tournament, um, I think FIFA came in or whatever organization and they had told them to put a stop to it and Qatar did. But just, just look at that, the, the, the allegation that you're saying that they had paid Ecuador, there was actual allegations mm-hmm. that came out to be true that they were paying people to, uh, they were sponsoring people's whole trip just so they can be fans of Qatar and fans and, and throw out haters basically. So they, they, yeah. I mean, they, they got the money for it. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. multi-trillion they're nations. They got all the money. Yeah, they got all the money, man. They're going to make it rain, you know? So. And, and I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, to some people it seems messed up, but like, if I was a a member of that nation, I'd want the best for my nation. I want all the spotlight, the limelight. So in one sense, I kind of understand why they're doing some of the things because they want to. Again, they're Qatar's been overshadowed by Saudi Arabia and also especially the UAE with Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So Qatar wants to be on the on the spotlight because they are they are very modernized. They have a very modern city. They have great oh, education, yeah. healthcare system. So I know they want to be on the spotlight. So I, I kind of understand to see why they spent all this money and time and resources to. Um, make themselves look like this great nation. It's just like there's some aspects that they do have that kind of seems immorally wrong. But again, there's always going to be corruption. There's always going to be um, people using money to to win and their benefit. Yeah, and uh, just just like as we said before, the eyes are just on the World Cup. So that's why that's why this corruption, this whole scandal, is just being in place because the just the amount of impact that it has, right? Like young young people are watching this and everything, right? So it's it, it has a nation like not nation, sorry, worldwide impact. So uh, that that is true. I don't know if you guys they, saw just one they, one last thing, one one last thing about um just that whole money thing. I don't know if you guys saw this video of this uh, Ecuador fan. Um, he was uh so in in I think it was in the twentieth or the thirtieth minute. He was like putting the like the money like he was doing like money gestures in front of the like the Qatari people and the Qatari people uh were like kind of giving him faces 
and they were like arguing with him as well. So I it kind of shows. That, yeah, what I think kinda, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy was being a troll, obviously, right? Because yeah. uh, just because of the whole, just because the whole fact of what's happening, you know, in Qatar, it's the impact, right? It's the it's the impression. Like you're you're having mm-hmm. fans, South American fans, doing this, putting the money, like the money gesture in front of your own like people, right? That kind of shows like what kind of impression this tournament has. So. Welcome. I mean, this is that's money talks, right? You know what? You know what? Well, I said welcome to the new age. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? You know what surprised me though is um, so I know that Qatar, being that it's a very strict um Muslim country and they they follow the the Islamic law, but they did commit to um having alcohol uh, during licensed vendors and arenas. But what's funny is, and and Budweiser paid $75 million to be one of the main sponsorships for um, for those vendors. But once they made that commitment and promise, not even a few days before the game started, they went back on that and they took off all alcohol from vendors, from bars, everything with that. And they're only selling, you know, juices, water, and non-alcoholic <laughs> beverage. So, they, they really backtrack on that. Isn't and, that funny? Isn't that funny? That's so funny. Like, I mean, you, you have all these fans, right? Especially, like, English fans. Like, people from England, they're really mad. Obviously, people from U.S. as well. People were mad. I mean, they were, they were kind people of mad. Were mad. They were, and, and, and people were thinking, oh, you're going to lose some money on alcohol sales. But they don't need that money from those alcohol sales. Really, it's not going to do anything. They, they don't need money. It's, it's, it's a show for them. It's just a show for them to show their clout. It's, it's a show of status that, oh, you know what? Qatar can host the the world's biggest uh, tournament in the world. They don't care about anything, like any money that's bringing to the whole Qatar itself because they can just supply that with all their oil oil and everything that they have, right? So it's not it. But even, even when I saw that news, like they said they were going to do it in a few days ago, that really got me surprised. And I think that's disappointing for the fans because they can't really enjoy a game. I mean, come on. Non-alcoholic beer and watching, uh, watching like a game, like with all that passion, with all that atmosphere. I don't know if you guys have been to a football stadium, but it's like the the energy that you can feel from the whole crowd itself. It's it it makes you like it makes you feel alive, it makes you feel different. So even having those uh, like drinks kind of helps too. So it was kind of it was kind of surprising. You know, I'm curious. They spent so and so billions of dollars building these tournaments, and I mean the stadiums and infrastructure. How much are they? How much money are they going to make off of this? Like their their estimate projections are between seventeen to twenty billion dollars. Oh, so two hundred eighty billion dollars. Out of what? Hold on, so no, out of they, what? I mean, what is this money out of? Is this what, just a revenue of revenue oh, from the stadium? From, from uh, revenue from the stadiums, hotels, sponsorships. Yeah. To, you know, ticket sales, you know, things like merchandise, things of those nature. They're projected so, they're going to make 17 they, to 20 billion. Do they, get the, do they get the revenue from viewerships on TV? Because that's their major um, or stream of revenue. I think that's so, their largest stream of revenue. So, revenue. so that, that is also a part of the revenue. However, I know there's been some issue because the thing is what happens with these broadcasts is um, they, they buy um, – the rights to the broadcast, like these channels, they buy the rights to broadcast, mm-hmm. broadcast, um, mm-hmm. like anywhere from 
eight to ten years prior. So the thing is with the World Cup is because it's normally held between June, July, these companies, mm-hmm. these broadcasting channels had already paid for that uh, for June, July. However, since it was changed because of the weather and the heat um, to November, December, these companies were, mm-hmm. were very upset because they were going to – the broadcast, I guess it was going to run into some shows that they already had planned that they were running or TV shows, movies, whatever, et cetera. So I know there were some companies that were – um, you know, like filing lawsuits or asking for uh, money back because they, I guess, had paid in advance. Um, I think there was, I know there was like a French channel, French media channel that had already already paid, I think, anywhere from three fifty to four hundred million dollars in advance for the rights uh, to the broadcast for for their country. So I know there was like some issue with that. So I don't know if they had to yeah, refund yeah, some yeah. people or they had to give them some discounted price. But I know there was a whole controversy with just that business alone right there. Yeah. In, wow. in terms of in terms of US in terms of US, I know uh Fox. Fox has the rights uh to the FIFA World Cup. And then Fubo as well. I don't know if you guys know what Fubo is. But Fubo oh, also has the rights to the So Fubo is like a like a streaming service. So yeah. it basically gives you like different sports and stuff. So, so, they, so just they're, back, they're like two of the main ones. So going yeah. back to Arrow's point is how much revenue they're gonna make. Again, the projections were around seventeen to twenty billion dollars. Um, of the 300 million that they have spent, but they're not looking at this as making money on it for short term because no really World Cup, they're not making money from it uh, short term. Um, unless this was back yeah, in like, the, the stadiums 19- are going to be there. It's an investment. In yeah, they're going to be upkeep. They're looking at they're it's it's because they have the money to spend. They're looking at getting people's eyes now. People are going to want to come on vacation there. Um, let me just, yeah. just to mention. I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but you know how American football is big here in the United States. What's actually going yeah. on is um, Saudi Arabia has actually uh, been in talks of creating their own football league. So I'm not sure if this is like a plan for what's going to be going on in the future. Of Dude, um, where they're going to get players from? What was they're that? <laughs> where they're going to get their players from? <laughs> I mean, they'll I mean, go. Uh, it's, it's all money. It's all money talks, right? <laughs> they're, just, they're gonna uh, convert them. They'll just they'll just bring people from like South America and Europe, and they create a team. No, Bro, I how mean, are they, they, they going to be? Look at hold up, look at the draft. I mean, there's only select players selected from the for the NFL uh, every year. Yeah. So whatever might be remaining, they could just be drafted for the, <laughs> the Saudi leftovers. Arabia League or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be a new league, but at the end of the day, once it starts gaining momentum, and these guys got money to pay, you don't, you're not telling me oh, these people that are that are playing on the NFL, they might not be going over there for double the money. You, you might be, you might be crazy. So, Tom, uh, Tom Brady extends his contract to Saudi Arabia, though. Yeah, Saudi Arabia for for half a billion dollars or double <laughs> what he's getting paid. Man's gonna play till he's fifty, and just to go there. Yeah. So, so another thing I want to add, I, I just, I just didn't want to forget about it. So the stadiums in Qatar, once this whole World Cup is done, obviously they're going to keep the main one, the Khalifa Stadium. That one's the international stadium for where the Qatar national team plays. But all the rest of the stadiums, they're going to convert it to like shopping malls. Or there's one stadium, I don't know if you guys knew, that's pretty much 80% is made out of recyclable materials. So they're just going to break that oh. up. And then, they're, oh. yeah, they're going to don- yeah, donate that to uh, other like, countries that need uh, those kind of recyclable materials. So that's, that's an interesting fact right there. But all the, I think I would say like six of them, from from what I what I read are gonna be like shopping malls. So it's further development for them. So just want to add that. 
Also, six stadiums are going to be converted to shopping malls. Is what's going to happen? Yeah, like like shopping malls, maybe like some kind of other like parks or something like recreational. So it's going to be stadiums that they build over there. So it's uh, a total stadiums is seven that they built. The eighth one, the Khalifa Stadium, uh, the international is renovated. What Franz is saying is um, it used to be kind of bad, but now of course with the World Cup, they've had to like clean it up. So that that one is their uh, main one. So. So they've spent uh, well, a lot of money. I don't know if we, I don't know. I think I lost track. Uh, I don't know if we talked about uh, the LGBTQ community. Like, I mean, because well, I know the, the whole um, country is not very, um, you know, what do you call it? They're, they're not friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're not, not, they're they're not, not friendly. They're not friendly. And, and yeah. also, I mean, um, uh, there's going to be all kinds of visitors and it's an Islamic country. So how about, how do you think that's going to play out? With I, don't, I don't think they mind. All over the world. I don't think they mind you being LGBTQ from outside, but uh, mm-hmm. if you're from the inside, I think they mind that. Uh, which kind of goes oh, to yeah, which kind of goes to saying like you know uh, what is it? People don't care about their neighbors, but as soon as the uh, like let's say if their neighbor is sick, people don't really care. But if you are sick or your uh, siblings are sick, you will care. So I guess uh, at that situation, they don't they don't really care about outsiders because they know at the end of the day these people will go back to their home countries. And I just, I just I want to let the audience know this was a metaphor. Um, being gay is not a sickness, right? That's just a metaphor right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Hart, for that. I was, I, was not, I was not referring to being gay, being sick. I was just using an example. That's 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 exactly what I said, Errol. <laughs> I was just clearing it out for the audience, saying that's not what you did. You just gave a metaphor. That's what I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. So I guess I uh, should have made it clear to you as well then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for that disclaimer, I think that I think what the major issue was again, as I mentioned earlier, was uh, because Qatar is, uh, is is an Islamic state, and that the issues with the LGBTQ community um, is not just that, but also the Jewish community. Um, people were afraid of coming out there from from both sides because they were afraid of. Um, of, of security reasons, um, which Qatar did state that they were going to be welcoming to to anyone and everyone, and that everyone would be treated kindly, fairly, peacefully, and that there were guests in their countries. It's just that at the end of the day, something is easier said on paper and on a tele, on a TV announcement, but it's different when you're in in the arena. You're in, let alone yeah. the arena, but when you're outside in yeah. the city and you're walking on the streets, and at the end of the day, you don't know where the police might be, or sometimes the police might be siding with with the civilians there. So that, that's the, that's the problem. It might sound good on paper, but is it going to look good when people are actually there walking around roaming the streets or are they able to guarantee people's safety? Because, you know, if, again, they've had all these controversies going around right now. And again, they're, they're being overshadowed because the games are so big, but what if people from LGBTQ or the Jewish community are, you know, mugged to their beat, they're shot, they're killed. Then it's going to start creating like a, like a, an outrage and who knows what it might lead to. But I mean, I don't think personally it's going to lead to anything because they're not, uh, the country doesn't seem like a violent country. There's only 3 million people that live there. And for the most part, like I, like I read about and seen um, everyone there is uh, grown up in uh, uh, pretty well-known families because they are so rich that families are taken care of through birth with healthcare, education. They are actually offered great jobs after they graduate um, because again, the country has so much money. They're able to take care of their, their population because the population is so low and they have such a vast amount of resources and money. So is it is it three million or two million? Is it three million or two million? Last time I looked it up, it was two million. It's 
around. I uh, thought it was three million. Closer to three million. Okay. I thought it was three million when I read. It's closer it. to three but million. also, yeah. Also, Franz, um, you you brought up a good point about that. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about the whole, um, you know, what the players are doing in terms of, you know, kind of standing against this, you know. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about the whole armband situation that they're doing with the one world thing, because you know how people, uh, like yeah, from different that. countries, so the there's like, are that, right? yeah, yeah. So like, so like Germany, I mean, not all of them, right? Not all the team players are doing it, but like countries such as Germany are doing it. Um, I believe, um, I believe France is doing it, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure because one of their players was France like, I'm doing not it? wearing it. Yeah. The thing is, one, it, it also depends on the. <laughs> yeah, France, France. So the thing is, like, it, it depends. It depends on it depends on the players itself, right? What their personal preference is. Because one of the players, uh, I, his name was Hugo Lloris. He even quoted that, "I'm going to another person's country, so I'm going to respect their boundaries." Just like how if someone comes to my country, they have to respect our boundaries as well. So he kind of does have that kind of point. So he's not doing it, but some people are doing it. It just depends on the preference. So. That's what I think. Actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, you know, I mean, you got to respect whoever home you're, whoever's home you're resident. You got to respect their rules, you know, their house, their rules. Simple. Exactly. Yep, exactly. That's the rule of the game. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I agree with that. I, I, don't, I don't really see that, that there's a problem with that. I mean, oh, wow. Well, we're over the 40-minute mark. We're at 44 minutes right now. <laughs> that's, that's a passionate topic. I guess yeah, we filled we, we it with a lot of uh, a lot of topics. So, you guys have any last thoughts? Um, I don't know. my last um, thoughts. Or actually, Harsh, you can go if you had anything. Uh, did we did we talk about the Russian participation? How Russia is uh, playing it playing uh, playing a role in the FIFA or Arizona? Or did we not talk about that? No, we didn't mention it. That, uh, that was a, that was another. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many. There's so many controversies that we might even have there's, to do a part a lot two of, on this. Yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why I mentioned every World Cup has had you know controversies yeah. alone, but this one has just had controversies yeah. just back after back it's, to back to back after much. one after another. It's like we might have to do like a part two controversy series because of how many controversies. So, no, what, what, what's, what's the what's the what's the deal with Russia though? Are they playing or not? I don't think they're playing. Right. So what happened with no. Russia is. Um, they got accused of uh, dope, you know, smoking dope. They basically. always get accused. <laughs> oh. So because yeah. they got accused of uh, dope, and then also what happened with the start of Ukraine and Russian war, the FIFA made the agreement to kick them out. Um, I don't know who, who was uh, replaced in there. I think whoever was supposed to be next up that got kicked out, that was like number 33, came after them. Yeah. They got kicked out. Um, but the controversy that's behind that is – Russia got kicked out because they um, they started a um, they started a war with Ukraine. What the controversy is now is why is Saudi Arabia playing? Because Saudi Arabia started a war or, or like a proxy war with Yemen, and they're you know bombing the country. There's uh, uh, bombings going around. People, are, innocent civilians, are dying there. So people are mad on why Saudi Arabia is playing when they're in a conflict with Yemen. They were also upset in. Um, other nations playing um, like Iran, why were they playing when they have, you know, they have support of terrorist groups and then why they have their, their protests going on in their, in their cities um, with the, with the whole hijab movement and people bring the hijabs and uh, women's rights. Um, standing up. So there's been a lot of controversies of 
why was Russia banned? Because they started conflict, but there's other nations that have started conflicts or are supporting conflicts and they're not banned. That's the whole um, situation that's going on with that. It's the whole thing of I think I think Saudi Arabia being Qatar's neighbors and just the just the, I guess the relations and their uh, I guess relationship. It's also about relationship with FIFA, right? If you're cool with FIFA, I think that's that. I think that, that that's kind of the reciprocal. But with the Russia situation, I mean, it was like all worldwide. We gotta look at it this FIFA way. FIFA kind of had me, to do it. Let me let me bring up a an analogy or a metaphor. It's like. In high school, if a popular person is messing with another popular person, it's going to be big news. But if oh. a, if someone's messing with someone that no one really knows about or doesn't talk nobody, to, two nobodies they, are no one, messing no with one, each other. No one knows. <laughs> they don't know. I mean, it's a shame, but no one really cares. So it's like the yeah. fact that Ukraine is in Europe and there's a battle going on over there. The whole world is like, oh my god, and it's being affected all as far as politically and economically. Whereas in Yemen, unfortunately, being a support country. It is unfortunate, but a lot of these Western countries don't really care and not bring in a lot of light to it. And that's, again, that's just how the world goes. Uh, people are uh, influenced by uh, power and money. They want control. So well, if Yemen has nothing to do in their interest, they don't really care about it. But if Ukraine does, they're going to bring it to light and they want to do something against uh, opposition, which is Russia. That's that's how it goes. Exactly. Um. In terms of, uh, I think, uh, speaking about Ukraine, they were actually really close to qualifying for the World Cup as well, but they, they kind of cut it kind of short. So Russia and Ukraine aren't really involved in the Yo, World let Cup. Let me ask they, you this. They, they since we, we covered a lot of controversies, but let me ask you guys just this one last thing before before we end it. Um, I want to get your guys' opinion and see who you guys think is going to win and um, or what, what team you guys are rooting for. Um. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I could start. Um, or I know Harsh, Harsh, you know Harsh is. Uh, I guess not a sports guy. He doesn't watch soccer. Now, so he's, a, he's a hater. I say Germany. No, football. 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 I'm. I'm saying Germany, and I'm saying. Um. I mean, in my heart, I want Germany to win, but I think realistically, I think because it's Messi's last World Cup, I think Argentina is going to win. So yeah. So I'm, I don't want them so to win, I, but. My my yeah. favorite team is oh, I'm always with Italy, but since Italy it is not in it, I like Germany. Um, but yes. again, going with Segunda because I feel like Messi is like I feel like one of uh, the best players, and he has so many uh, accolades and achievements. I think the World Cup would be the last one just to put a exactly. career in and be like a, a great legacy for him. So I really kind of like I would really like um, Messi to win, for, you know, Argentina. And yeah, um, but before, there's, been lot, before but, there's been a lot of people saying that there might be a possibility. Um, of a of a final match between uh, Argentina and Portugal, Ronaldo. which would be pretty oh, yeah. wild. It would be pretty wild. I think I think that would be pretty wild. Imagine like Ronaldo scores like a penalty in the last minute and Portugal wins. I think that's going to start a whole like it's going to start a chain. I don't think we want to live in that <laughs> reality. So yeah, just I think I think just to kind of close it off is that I think the World Cup we just gotta just enjoy the rest of the games. I'm personally looking forward to the U- United States versus Iran game that's coming up. So, um, uh, due to the histories, of course, obviously going to keep rooting uh, for Germany. Hopefully, Germany makes it as far as possible. But I think end end of the day, like we said, Argentina is going to win it. Um, yeah, just uh, I guess uh, we've, we've covered a lot of controversies. We've covered a lot of topics with this beautiful game. Just wanted to say, if you guys uh, enjoyed this uh, podcast, you know, listening to all our debates, all our passion that we have for this game, uh, feel free to like, uh, basically uh, rate, 
uh, comment. Also subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, share it on Instagram. I think this is this is this is this is the game that everyone's talking about and everyone's gonna talk about for the whole month. So thank you very much. Have a nice day.